Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gaming Podcast. I'm your host today, Michael McLeod. Joining me, as always, going to be Dwight Robinson. What's going on? And Jonathan Duffer. Yo. Yo. What's going on? And yo. Those are your two catchphrases. Uh, mine is going to be, it's going to be a good day. That's what I always say at work. <laughs> I walk in, people look at me, they go, hey, it's going to be a good day. They beat me to it most of the time. They're stealing my catchphrase. Because <laughs> I, know, I know they don't realistically think it's going to be a good day. Nor do I. I'm just faking it the whole time. <laughs> Today's yeah, going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. How's it going, everybody? Today we're going to be talking about, later on in the episode, second part, we have uh, our topic is uh, the game was better than the movie. Other words, we're just going to be talking about movie games. I'm sure it will devolve into that. That's fine. <laughs> For right now, though, let's do what we always do. Let's talk about what we've been doing this week. I've kind of been in and out between talking to you guys off off the cuff. I'm looking at your list here, some stuff that I'm like, oh, really? He tried this? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and talk about mine real quick just to get them out of the way. I didn't play a lot. I have Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth on this list. Ah, on this list again, and I know it's like the third week in a row I've had it. There's a, there's a reason I put it back on the list, though. I'm not going to talk about so much the game itself, but I finally got around to trying the arcade games that are in the game, mm. which is Spike Out Ultimate or Spike Spike Out Final Bout, I think it's called, mm. and Virtual Fighter 3 TB. Mm. Virtual Fighter, I'm still trash at. <laughs> it's not really what I'm interested in, <laughs> to be honest. But the Spike Out game that's in the arcade is worth the price of admission, in my opinion, by itself. Mm. I yeah, had awesome. a lot of fun playing it. And it's so, I got so tickled on stream because you could play as this guy named Spike. He has a kid with him and the kid just follows you around and mimics your actions mm. like while you're fighting, but occasionally he'll get on your back. Mm. <laughs> and if you get hit while, <laughs> I'm just laughing thinking about it. <laughs> if you get hit while he's on your back, he just goes flying. <laughs> and he's like, what? into the atmosphere. <laughs> it's so good. It's so hilarious. Oh man, you definitely need to check this out. If you if you if you get the game, definitely check this out. If not, then I mean, just find a way to play Spike uh, Spike Out Final Bout. Like I think it's called. I don't know. Um, the other thing I've been doing, I spent ten hours on Dondoko Island, which is like the if you're following this game at all, you know it has like an Animal Crossing esque side quest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I mean that's what it is. You go to an island, it's like completely trashed. You have to break down trash, cut trees, break rocks to um, like uh, farm materials to build items. You decorate the island to generate like hype, so you can bring in guests to make money. To um, it, it's it's very much Animal Crossing New Horizons. The yeah. only difference is you have like pirates that come to the island, <laughs> and like you have to defeat them, <laughs> like which obviously doesn't happen in Animal Crossing. I can't imagine you having to run and like beat somebody with a bat off the island. They should put Animal that Crossing. in the next Animal Crossing game. That would Just be hilarious. Like a pack of um, like ravenous wolves or something comes sailing in, in a ship and you have to fight them off the island. Actually, speaking of ravenous wolves on that front too, the Sujimon thing that you have, because you have like a Sujimon, uh, it's like a Pokemon thing. I talked about it previously. Mm-hmm. You can use the Sujimon on the island to help you with menial tasks. So even if oh. you're not into the Pokemon type thing where you want to battle, you can like set them on a farming thing or like occasionally you will have like wolves or boars come to the island. And you could like send them out to take care of them for you. So it's power. And it's, it, 
No, it's better than my world. Um, <laughs> it's really cool, though. I don't know. I, I absolutely loved it. I was addicted. I got to my five-star island um, at 33 in-game time, um, whatever whatever it is. But it is funny, though, when you're like you you have a, like a farming section and you're see the guy like the guy i have on the farming for some reason the the highest rated guy i have is like i don't know his name but he's like bloodied and he's got like chains around him and he's got like this super gory like look about him and he's over there just like this is gonna turn out great these carrots and da, 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 da. <laughs> it's just like what is happening but so it's it's awesome um some other things i played uh i got we had our pledge list earlier uh, Star Wars Lethal Alliance on the PSP. That's on my pledge list. Started playing it. Dude, that game is pretty good. I'm not going to say great. Mm. I was about to say great. I don't want to oversell it here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's pretty solid. If you have a PSP, Star Wars Lethal Alliance is 100% worth it. It's developed by Ubisoft. For a shooter, it works well. You control with the one thumbstick and you look with left and right with the, the um, shoulder buttons. Which doesn't really take that long to get used to. Um, it's it's surprisingly good. It plays kind of like an Uncharted game, realistically. Yeah. Your character's name is Rihanna, which it throws me off a little bit because <laughs> of the singer. And it's just like, eh. And, um, yeah, you just have a blaster and you have this, like, one uh, plasma sword that's called something really dumb. I can't think of it. <laughs> it's, it's like the, the eye of Ryloth or something. It's like it's a sword. Just call it what it is. It's a. It's not. It's not. No. Um, what was the? What was that one no. from? Uh, from World of Warcraft, the Sword of Azeroth. Yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. Where it's just like, just calm down. It's. <laughs> it's not worth all this. All this extra. Uh, let's see. Other things. Another code recollection. I played. I think Jonathan would like this a lot. It's very adventure gamey. Um, like find items and interact in the world with puzzles and stuff like that. I think you would like it, Jonathan, quite a bit, actually. It does, because it was a DS game, it, like, makes you use your Switch in weird ways, like, has motion controls. Like, you have to turn a chair upside down by, like, flipping the Switch over and, like, shaking a key out from, like, a hidden crevice. That's a little wacky. Um, But I don't know. I think you would enjoy it. Which one was that? That That Another code? Another code recollection, yeah. That's uh one and two. They're they're remasters of a DS and a Wii game. And the only thing I, I've been playing has been Doom Three. I don't know why. I was just like, I want to play Doom Three. So, I I I know Doom Three is like not favored among Doom fans typically because of its slow pace. I, I'm sure I'm sure Dwight's played it. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've played it, Jonathan. I have not. I've actually never played a Doom game. Surprisingly. Oh my god! Another game to add to this game club. <laughs> you have like a twenty-five recommended games for me by the end of this. I'm no longer surprised. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I'll just assume. You know, you know I'm, I'm ashamed that I am still surprised. Okay, so, so do you know what Doom is, though? Yeah, I know what Do- I, I know what Doom is. Yeah, it's a boomer shooter running yeah. gun. Doom yeah, Three yeah. is not like that. It's very slow and methodical, mm. and it's supposed to be like a scary type thing. Mm. It's more yeah. like a Dead Space, a first person Dead Space, than is a Doom. Really, yeah. right. A couple of years ago, because I started playing it on Game Pass, and I was like, <clears> okay, cool, I'm having fun. I forgot that the BFG version came out, which replaced like all the Doom Three in existence. That version 
adds a flashlight to your gun, mm-hmm. mm. which everyone seems to love. Mm-hmm. It changes the whole like, yeah. It changes the <clears throat> whole thing because in the original yeah. version of the game, you had your flashlight you could hold or you could hold a gun. Mm-hmm. You can't have both. So it's going to be dark as shit or you're going to have a protection. You can't have both. Yeah. So it adds so much more atmosphere. It was specifically you could designed still that people. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was designed that way. It's supposed to be scary. Mm. But I think so many people complain. It's like, oh, I can't have my gun out when I have my flashlight out. It's like, well, but it takes away from the atmosphere. But now you can just have the flashlight on the gun all the time. Mm. It's just can like, you turn it off? I mean... You remember. can, but it's like, why would you? It runs out of battery slowly, but it recharges. Mm. It's like, um, it's like the flashlight in Half Life, where it's like, it oh, okay. lasts for a long time, and then you can just turn it off and turn it back on. So, yeah. mm. I don't know though. It takes the it takes the suspense out of it a little bit though, when you're just walking around and you're like fully it, lit with like a shotgun. Something jumps out and you just blow it away. Yeah, like Doom Three is technically a remake of the first one. It it kind of was like a soft reboot type thing where. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I played it on. I played it on Game Pass. I found the original version on Steam, which I couldn't get to work, of course, because PC gaming. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's some bullshit I have to do, but I'll get to it eventually. I kept, I kept trying to fire it up, and it's like, what? Oh, cancel it. Would just crash immediately. I'm like, oh, okay. It's on Steam, and you can't get to run. That's, that's there's surprising. a couple games I yeah. have on my Steam there's that some I can't older get to run. Games, yeah, that that are, are yeah. like that. I couldn't get it to run. Um. I'm I'm sure there's a thing that I have to, but again, it's like I don't want to do that. I just want to hit play and it goes. Um, so I I was like, well, I'm just gonna play it on Switch. I was still in the mood. I played it on my OLED Switch. It looks great on that little OLED screen, and it runs great because it's an older ass game. And then I popped in the original Xbox version because I really wanted to play with the flashlight mm-hmm. separately. Mm-hmm. And that version has that. Um, that version still looks great, mm-hmm. like amazingly great for what 2003 or 2004 yeah. or whenever it came out it was that game and another incredible game at the time that we'll probably talk about later that what looked I'll, amazing i'm sure i'm <laughs> sure the original we'll xbox. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah for original xbox <clears throat> the game looks in, insanely good like mm. yeah oh. uh, but that's pretty much all i've been playing this week anything major a lot of time has been on dodoko island <laughs> uh oh i one one last thing on dodoko island there's uh you can pay for a commercial like to get more population on your, or you get more like a uh, popularity. You need to look this commercial up. It's very funny. <laughs> oh, that's, that's all I'm going On Dondoko Island, it's it's hilarious because they're they're just going around showing things on the island. They're doing the cliche like oh catching bugs, doing the fish, and then <laughs> and then they cut to like this pile of trash <laughs> over <laughs> in the corner, and these pirates running up on the beach. But the the narrator's just saying what he's seeing, and he's just like. And sometimes there's trash and danger. And then <laughs> one of the guys just jumps in and is like, don't say that. <laughs> like, don't tell them that or something. I can't remember it, but it was very funny. Uh, that's been it for me, though. I don't know who wants to jump in next. Uh, Jonathan, tell me about Tales of Arise. I'm surprised to see this on your list, I guess. Yeah. What, what do you think? So Tales of Arise, um, I just saw it pop up on Game Pass and it looked interesting. So I was like, eh, I'll give it a try. Um so I'm liking it so far. It's a Japanese RPG. It's not a uh, turn-based RPG. It's more like an instance-based with um, actual like real-time combat. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. Um, there's these two factions of people, of humans, who uh, kind of were you know warring against each other, and one faction lost, so they're subservient to this other faction. 
who basically just uses them to like mine materials and, and basically, I mean, they're the slaves essentially. Um, so they've completely dominated this other, this other group of people. And when you start the, the game, you're playing this guy from that subservient group who wears an iron mask and he walks around. He's kind of like the, I don't know, he's kind of like the street-level superhero of, of this group of people. Uh, if he sees, like, one of the slave masters abusing another slave, he'll, like, step in and, you know, punch the guy or, or, or help, the, help the little guy up, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, but you play as him, and essentially, without getting too much into details, uh, they actually, some, some kind of, like, rebellion happens and you escape with this group of rebels and a girl that they had captured from the other faction of of people the other race of people i guess they're races i don't know but anyway um they captured this girl and you escape with the prisoner and some of these people from the rebels and you make your way out of your starting place into this canyon and essentially what you're trying to do is get to a rebel hideout it's where you can like plot your next move or whatever um so I don't really know. There's a lot of like extra story in there that I'm just kind of skipping over for time purposes. But um, basically, you have the ability to pull this sword out, this like fire-ish sword out of the chest of the girl, um, which is kind of like uh, um, if you've ever seen Revolutionary Girl Utena. There's the same kind of mechanic where like Utena pulls. Uh, the this a sword out of the chest of another girl in the uh, in the show this same thing happens in this game you pull this sword out of this chest there's some kind of seed inside of her I forget what it was called but that's where the sword actually comes from um, so the whole the whole deal behind it is that these this like race of people that is you know putting themselves above the other race they can use all these magics and these art they call arts and things like that, and this is apparently, this sword is somehow apparently related to that, I don't know, it, it's, it gets, it's a little confusing without going into the entire story, but, um, but anyway, I, I'm really enjoying it, uh, there's a lot, you know, you run around, you know, picking stuff up, and then you get into the instance-based battles, and, and stuff like that, I haven't gotten too far into it, I'm just, like, right at the end of the tutorial area, so I don't really know, I can't really speak too much more about it, but it looks great, um, it has this beautifully animated intro, uh, which is interesting because um, I guess most, maybe most JRPGs do this, but it has this beautifully animated um, anime style intro. And I was watching it and I was like, man, this is, this is really gorgeous. I wonder who animated it. And then at one point in the intro, you see a character who looks exactly like the main protagonist in Demon Slayer. And I was like, oh. It must be UFO table, and I looked it up later, and I was like, "Yep, it's definitely UFO table." So <laughs> there's there's definitely a little bit of a little bit of um, you know sameness going on there. You know, they kind of pulled from their well uh, a little bit when they were doing Demon Slayer because this was before that, I believe. Um, could be wrong about that, but anyway. Um, so yeah, it looks it looks pretty good so far. I'm 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 definitely interested to keep playing it. I also finished Bioshock 2, the Minerva's Den DLC. Um, so I finished that on stream. Um, I, I have I have thoughts about it. So like, the problem 
here was that the DLC was presented to me as like this is the best part of that game you know people like really hyped it up and built it up and when I got to it well first of all I mean it was just more Bioshock 2 but you know secondly like hmm, I can't really well tell you what I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with a spoiler warning because I can't really like I can't talk about my main gripe with the game uh, or with the DLC rather without talking about spoilers so if you're planning on playing this and you haven't done it yet just like skip ahead you know five minutes or something <laughs> so you don't get uh, the game spoiled for you there's a twist at the end of the DLC, which is apparently <laughs> the thing that everyone was freaking out about. Yeah. I figured out the twist. It wasn't like right at the end, but it was like right before the end, uh, right before right before you came in, Mike. I had already been talking, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is how it's going to end. <laughs> yep. And it was exactly yep, what yep, I said yep, it yep, was. Yep, yep, yep. And, and... It's annoying because it's the exact same <laughs> twist that was in Bioshock and the exact same twist that was in System Shock yeah. 2. And I'm like, guys, you got to quit you've playing got this to hand. come up with something yeah. better. Bioshock 2 actually had a really great story and they did a lot of interesting things with, you know, with the plot elements and all that stuff and with the uh, your choices dictate how the mm. game ends and all this stuff. And then they just went right back to the Bioshock and the System Shock too. Well, now now you know how we felt at the end of Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like That's you exactly had such what a good happened. thing going, and you just fell right back into the old trap. It's like, yeah. don't do that. Right into the old habits. Yeah. See, you're you're turning into me. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, you're turning into me. <laughs> it's just that I mean, it annoyed me in Bioshock when I saw it the first mm. time. And so now it's just like I'm just doubly annoyed yeah. because yeah, no, the I, thing I, that was hyped up to me about this DLC it just turned out to be the same tired thing that they had already done twice. Yeah, and plus, I mean, it's it's just I mean, it's just Bioshock Two, which I mean, which I've already said. I at least I think I've said on here. I don't like it as much as the original. Yeah, there's too yeah, much running that. around guarding the little sisters. It's annoying. You can't carry as much stuff. At least in two, or well, in the DLC, you can rescue the little sisters without having to lead them around to their destination to collect Adam and stuff. You might have to do it once. I never tried to just like rescue one of them and then immediately just like shove her back into the vent. I always did at least one collection because I mean, you, know, you need Adam. Oh, and I did like the way that they kind of wrapped up Tenenbaum's story and gave her like her little final chapter, close her stuff out. So that was good. The only other thing I played that I wanted to talk about was uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, which I finally finished. Yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> nice. Okay. How long was it? So proud of you. You finished two games this week. That's, that's I did. I feel finished rewarding. two games. That's a very rewarding feeling, yeah. You know, I don't know how long it is. It's not that long. It, it shouldn't have taken me this long to finish it. I just didn't have time to get back to it. That's why it took me that long to is get there through it. twist at the end? I've never beaten it. Uh, well, I, I've yes. never beaten it either. <laughs> You were a big yes. daddy the whole time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There is a twist of sorts. Um, you want to do another uh, spoiler warning? Because yeah, I honestly it's, it's, want to hear a, it. Because I'm, I'm yeah, never okay, going to go yeah, back. Yeah, and I'm play not going to play it, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm so yeah, spoiler, spoiler warning again. <laughs> skip ahead another few minutes. Um, so, so basically, the whole premise of the game is you are taking the head of your dead lover who was murdered by Vikings. 
to hell, like the Norse mythology version of hell, mm. um, in order to try to reclaim his soul. Uh-huh. Once you get there, you meet uh, Hela, the goddess of death, and she fights with her, and then she tries to plead with her when she figures out she can't win to return the soul of of her lover to her in exchange for like a lifetime of servitude or, or her own life or you know that sort of thing but of course hella doesn't give a crap because it's hella you know so she, she doesn't care so eventually what she does is she takes the sword that you've been fighting you know people with and you fought her with and it's a sword that can basically kill a god and she runs you through with it so now you're lying helpless on the ground down there in hell, uh, just bleeding out, you know, on the on the brink of death. And so Hela just calmly picks up the head of Dillian, your your lover, and just walks over to the side of the platform you're on, and just tosses it over the side into the like never-ending abyss below. Uh, so basically, ending all hope of of ever reclaiming his soul, you know, ever again. And then when the camera pans back, it shows that it wasn't Hella who threw the head over the side. It was actually you. You threw it over the side. And then uh, she says some esoteric stuff and like turns away and starts walking away. And as she does that, the camera pans back further. And it shows that you're not in Hella anymore. You're back in the real world. And further, Hella is lying where you were lying, dying on the fl- on the ground. So it's really weird and not really sure. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where you have to like... The white maid is the, fight, the yeah. face I just thought of in my head. It's like, what? So it's one of those games where you have to like go on Reddit after you finish it and be like, okay, explain <laughs> right, this to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say something very important, and I should have led with this before the spoiler warning. If you ever do play the game... You should definitely go back, and you guys should really go back and do this too. You should go and watch the little movie that comes along with it. It talks about mental illnesses, because that's what the whole game is about, is mental illness. It talks about the process that they went through to understand mental illnesses, since no one on the team has a mental illness. Uh, They talk to people who were recovering from them, and they talk to psychologists, and basically they tried to get a description of how to represent these things in the game in a way that um, was true to life and that made sense and that you know kept you know it, it kept away from being a mockery of mental illness and presented it in the light of you know this is just this is just a thing that some people have to deal with. Uh, I know they took it seriously. Oh yeah, they took it very seriously. They talked to psychologists and patients and all sorts of stuff. So I definitely would uh, suggest that you you go back and watch this. It's super interesting I might give it a watch then, just to see. So my guess is the ending is supposed to be like a representation of her killing off the part of her mind that wouldn't let go of her husband's death. Something like that? I believe so. And I would have thought that straight off. If Hella's body wasn't lying there dead, that's the only part that confuses me. Because like, if it was all in her head, yeah. which is what this seemed to be inferring, why, why is there a body there? Yeah, who who is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. 
Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe we'll find out more when the sequel comes out, or sure. yeah, or we're just gonna have not. more questions. <laughs> most likely, yeah. Yeah, I thought you said the twist was gonna be like, I, well, well, like I figured it was gonna be like, oh, you you actually were the one that actually killed your husband. Oh yeah, whatever. Because hmm. uh, you went nuts or something. I don't know. Well, that's um, actually that's actually that, a that big, would be a, that, that, that a that's actually a big part of it is that she feels guilty because um, because she she thinks that she's cursed because she's been told mm. all her life that she's cursed and she believes that because she got involved with her with her lover that she brought a curse mm. upon him and killed him so that's well, and i guess at the time frame it's set into like mental illness wasn't understood to that degree so oh, yeah. like that that would seem like a curse more than you know like an explainable situation mm-hmm. yeah hmm Interesting stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to playing it one day, even though if I do know the ending. One day. If you I have do, a physical. Yeah. Like, I bought it. <laughs> so. If you do play it, I would suggest going through it with a guide and making sure that you find all of the lore stones. Because the lore stones go over um, a lot of, like, Norse mythology hmm. stories. I don't know if they're actual Norse mythology, but they are framed as if they are actual Norse mythology stories, and they're super interesting. So they're definitely worth like listening to. They're they're really interesting. I mean, they don't have to be real. Yeah, they don't have to be real if they're interesting. So that's all that matters. Hmm. Awesome. Okay. That pretty much uh, polishes off my list polishes off. Well, I mean, you beat two games. I'm very yeah. proud of you. <laughs> Sweet. Neither of which were on my uh, games that I need to play this year list. <laughs> eh, but that's fine. okay. Whatever. I'll, 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 I'll uh, get to that. <laughs> well, I specified needs to play, not needs to beat, because I've already fallen off Lord of the Rings. Like, I got my feel, though. Like, I, oh, I got really? it. The, 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 what was that name called? War in the North? Mm. Oh, like, it yeah. started to get a little long in the tooth. I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> like, was that the... Um, was it, that's not an RPG. That's a no. It's a B. It's it's like two towers. Oh, it's like two it's towers. Okay, two towers. Yeah, you don't have fixed camera angles and stuff, but it's it's like one of those. It's like they took that idea and they're like, you know what? Let's make our own original story. Mm. Okay. The story is not interesting, but it's oh right fun right right. That's the one with not Aragorn and not Gimli and not Legolas and, and yeah, not Legolas. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, let's see. Dwight, what have you got here? Foam Stars. You actually played it. Yep. Yeah, so I tried it I'm, out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about that. So it's free on <laughs> PlayStation Plus. So I was like, ah, you know, why not? So I went ahead and downloaded it. Um, it's actually pretty good. I'll say that for being a pretty obvious ripoff of, of Splatoon, one thing that I thought was interesting, I think I screen, screenshotted it and I meant to send it to you, Mike. Um, that it actually has options for for gyro aiming controls in there, oh, and I think yeah. it's because Splatoon obviously does it. Splatoon does it, so yeah. then they just kind of copied that because I don't think I've seen that really in any other shooter, especially not in any um, uh, competitive shooter. So uh, it does have that. Um, there's a couple key differences Foam uh, for one. For one, yeah. So. <laughs> The each character has their own unique weapons, so it's not like Splatoon where you can customize your character and then there's like a ton of different weapons that you can set up as a loadout or whatever. And here, every single character you can still customize their look, but their weapon loadout is that character, 
and then there's just like a mm. bunch of sets of characters. Whatever. So it's like a more like an Overwatch than a Splatoon in that aspect. Right. Yeah, in that aspect. Okay. Next thing is the how much foam you have of your color doesn't have anything to do with like how the mm. the objective of the game modes or anything like that. So it's not about coverage. Oh, yeah. Okay. As much as as much as I know, because in Splatoon, your um the kills or whatever don't mean anything. It's just that how much you know coverage there is is what ultimately wins you the game. So um, it's it's kind of the opposite. So the coverage means nothing, but then the actual kills. So what you're what you're doing is um, they call them chills for whatever reason. So if you you get a certain amount, I think at the end of like a time limit or something. I don't remember how it, uh, how it determines that, but whoever the MVP is, it picks out the best player from each team after a certain amount of time, and it says, okay, that's the MVP. Now anybody else. Um, has to attack the MVP for the other team. If the MVP oh. gets taken out, then your other your team wins. Anybody else that gets taken out has has free respawns, but the MVP doesn't. So huh. that seems so weird. Okay, but I mean, sure. I mean, it's interesting, I and I've seen they, they it's kept, different. They kept it, yeah, it's different. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's it's good. different. I wouldn't they call it interesting. But I do copy. call it different. So that's a that's yeah. the main game mode, and there's there's other games that have done that. That's not unique to them, but. It's 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 interesting that they they pick that as their main mode because a couple other games have a mode like that, but it's not like their main mode. It's just like some sort of side thing or whatever. So I mm. thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so you can you can surf along along the top of the foam, but only like one or two characters can actually dive down into the foam to like move faster. But everybody has a universal like surfboard mechanic thing where you can surf around on the foam, and you can only surf on the foam that's your own color. Blah blah blah. Uh, and of course, you can oh, okay. stack foam higher to be able to like jump off of it higher and use it as cover and whatnot. So it's not just a flat okay. color. Um, so are you shooting foam? I, I don't yes. really. Yes. So you're shooting know. foam. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And of course, the different weapons do different things, and you know, blah blah blah, whatever. The next thing is to actually confirm a kill. Just foaming somebody up slows them down and they kind of waddle around in foam. And from <laughs> then, you have to hit them with your surfboard to roll them out of the arena. So that's how you confirm okay. a kill. Now, someone from the same team, they can hit you with theirs and then it takes the foam off of you. So it basically gives you another, mm. okay, that like saves you or whatever. So that's a pretty interesting thing because there's a couple times where. I got phoned up and I'm waddling around. I'm like, oh shit. And then I go I onto my team's color, which slows the other person down so they can't reach you. And then I kind of like waddle over to somebody on my team and, you know, they hit me and I get saved or whatever. So it's a lot more of like that moment to moment type of, you know, I guess strategy or whatever, which is pretty interesting. So it's pretty good. I mean, and there's a whole other side. You don't have to do any of that. Just like in, in um, Splatoon, there's like, a single player missions mode where you're just like playing through missions and um oh really you can upgrade your stats and upgrade your abilities and fight against like different enemies with different objectives like either waves or whatever i played a couple of those too and it has like a, it's all it's like a whole storyline and everything so mm-hmm. um you don't have to do like the multiplayer stuff if you don't want to but i was excited to try this when you said that, and then I thought about it for like five seconds, and I was like, you know what? I never even finished Splatoon three, so no. <laughs> yeah. Let's just. Not Either way, lie. though, it's free on PlayStation <laughs> Plus, um, so you don't have to pay. I'm about anything. to lose that. <laughs> I, 
My PS Plus, I think, expires next month. <laughs> You're talking about getting phoned up and rolled out of the arena, and the only image that was coming to my mind was uh, Violet Beauregard from Charlie right. and the Chocolate yeah, Factory. Yeah. <laughs> she gets blown up like a blueberry, and the Oompa Loompas <laughs> end up like rolling her out of the factory. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, the music is really good too. Uh, so, the other PS5 game I've been playing. Grand Blue, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Um, I think I mentioned before that I played the demo, and I was kind of that too. By the way, I was kind of like not super impressed at first, at you know first look or whatever. Um, I think the game's really good. I mean, it looks good, plays really well. I'm just, I think how, the reason how why how far are you? Uh, I'm, I'm not super curious. far right now. I've beaten the first boss which is like the first wind guardian the thing, wind thing yeah, yeah. primal yeah. Ble- beast or whatever um so to prepare for this <clears throat> i watched the first two se- i watched the two seasons of the anime or whatever um I and i can that. confirm that this game because like the anime is based off of arcs within like the gacha game and then mm-hmm. this game is the sequel to that so it if you watch the anime this is still like a couple of arcs like down the line from where the anime is but you'll know so that watching the anime isn't like i don't it wouldn't help me a whole lot then. not a whole lot because as i'm playing it i've noticed that they're they're repeating a lot of the stuff that you like like how they met and things like that so you really don't like it doesn't start you off from in the middle of nowhere like a lot of reviewers have been saying if you're paying attention to what they're saying they're telling you like where they met and how and and whatever so they're not yeah. You're not missing well, and a lot of it doesn't really matter. Like you just know where they're at now and you know, yeah. it seems to work out fine. So the, the, the essential, what it is, they, they're in a completely different, they call it Skydome, but they're in a completely different like yeah. location. So this is a brand new location separate from what they're doing before. All you need to know is that these characters have done this or whatever, but the story is completely like different and all that, which I, I, I thought was pretty nice. The way that they kind of like f- like fit in the gotcha mechanics without it being an actual gotcha uh, gotcha game was pretty interesting too. Because there's mm-hmm. there's a crew of six that's like the core members of like for the story, but then there's like a bunch of other characters that you can pull and then like add to your team that don't have anything to do with the story, but they're in like the you know the grand blue universe and blah blah whatever. Yeah. So they're in the Discord call. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean. It looks good and it plays well. I'm still disappointed though, and I'm sure nobody else will really care about this. But I've been following this game, and I know Mike probably knows this. I've been following this game since it was first announced eight years ago, <laughs> and Platinum mm-hmm. Games was originally working on it and everything. This is a PS4 eight game. Years. Yes, Jeez. it took forever for this game to come out. It is a PS4 game originally. I'm kind of annoyed that they still on PS4 actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, I'm kind of annoyed that. After eight years, and they put it on a PS5, a whole new, you know, other system or whatever, it's still kind of stuck at 1080p60, which is just weird. Like, I don't I don't get that. There's really no reason, because it doesn't look like they can't do anything better than that. I don't know what's going on with that. The 4K30 mode is consistent enough that I've actually been playing it that way, because the 1080p That's is just doing it. way too... It's so blurry. The um, 1080p60, I tried playing that mode. Of course, it's a lot more... It's a lot smoother and everything but the 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 30 mode's fine the resolution like it's, it's, is just way too it's low fine. that it's it's yeah. really hard to see stuff um 4k 30 is is pretty steady um and you don't with a lot of the movement because at first i was thinking that with a lot of the movement it would be hard to track 
where the characters are going and everything. Um, it's not too bad because that's one of the things where I hate playing games at 30 and especially when there's there's uh, you're supposed to keep track of where your characters are and everything and there's a lot of abilities going off and there's all these alpha effects it just makes it really hard to keep track of what's going on um, so it's not too bad so that's that's pretty decent the um funnily enough I think my favorite character that I've been using so far is the one that you'd normally never use in that kind of game it's the guy with the gun <laughs> So like, oh, uh, fuck, what not Rackham. There's not Rackham, but Yugen. No, oh, not Rackham. Yeah. Oh, the older, the guy. older one. So Yugen, his uh, Yugen. When I started, Oigen, 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 yeah, Oigen. <laughs> so when I started playing as him, he, um, even though he kind of plays really, it's it kind of reminds you of using the bow gun in the old like um Monster Hunter games on PSP. Okay. Where you couldn't use the right stick, <laughs> so you had to hold down the attack button, which is square. And to go into like a sniper stance, and you could keep tapping it for him to shoot. So you're aiming and shooting with square. <laughs> and then mm. you. I actually haven't played as him at all yet. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done his like, um, what are they, like memory things yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Some of those you have to do missions with them mm-hmm. specifically. I have not done his, so I haven't actually tried him yet. Yeah. So you hit triangle and he throws out a grenade, which is obviously super awkward and weird. But if you get yeah. used to it, he does an insane amount of damage, especially at like the beginning of the game. I started using them immediately just to like test them out because I played the other ones in the demo, and I realized, oh my god, you can stick like a bunch of these grenades onto characters and it melts them when you set them off, especially <laughs> on like bosses. So you know those they're those like um, red little tombstone looking things out in the fields and everything. Where if you go to it, it's like an optional fight or optional boss or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing those and just been melting them <laughs> like <laughs> super fast. Cause like you, uh, when you use that character and I'm, I'm like read, um, you know, I was looking up stuff online or whatever. It's like, there's no way there's, has, is anybody else using this? And a lot of people are like, Oh no, they, you know, the character sucks cause he stands still or sits still or whatever. It's like, well, you can just dodge out of it, and when you're somebody's coming towards you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or you can have yeah. like the other characters tank for you. I'm just sitting in the back, just like melting stuff while they are all you know fighting up close. It's crazy. I haven't, <laughs> um, I haven't had it. I, I'm gonna have to put him on my team and try him because I typically stick with uh, Catalina. I think is the yeah. ice rapier girl. Yeah. Yeah. I got the cat girl with the whips, yeah. um, and I got Eo, which is like the mage. Mm-hmm. She's like the black mage character, pretty much. She's good for AOE damage. Like she'll just yes. take out groups of smaller enemies. There's a long um, charge time between her attacks, though. Which well, I don't, I don't use her. I just have her on the team, and she just oh, you know, yeah, just like she does her own little thing. Own thing. Yeah, she's in the background just wiping out small enemies like without any problem. Right. So, I'm, uh, but I'm typically playing as the girl with the whip, like one of the um. It's one of the gotcha characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, fairy. <laughs> so it's it's the other thing that I thought was interesting. So they voiced the main character, which there's two to choose from, just like in the gotcha game. There's yeah. a male and female. They have different names and different personalities, but it's essentially the same main character or whatever. Yeah, replay value. So, yeah. you know, they, they voice the character, but they never talk unless you're selecting like a response and someone directly asks you something. But they don't talk in yeah. like cutscenes and like or anything like that, which is weird. So weird. Yeah. You're voicing the character. It's like they couldn't well. decide if they wanted to be a silent protagonist. Yeah. They won't commit the whole way. Right. You know? It's like And it's mm-hmm. also It does sound <laughs> kinda like a feature that they added in later. Like we're gonna change it and not make it a silent yeah. protagonist and the guy. I don't know. Like, 
did the cutscenes already. It's like, eh, no, it'll be fine. We'll so figure I, it out. I, that's good that they have like a different, different personalities and different. And I, I, I thought it was just a male and female version. I didn't even know. Yeah, they, they definitely have different. Personalities. I hear the game is actually pretty short, so maybe it'll give me an incentive to replay it at some point because it's it's like sub twenty hours. I hear. Yeah, so that's which is great for me. I I love that. I mean that's good for me too, but it has like yeah, a. I, was like, I guess there's another like for an eight year development cycle and it being an RPG. Right. I thought it was gonna yeah, be yeah, a yeah. Bit longer. So that's that's kind of <laughs> but yeah. you know. So other than that, I also thought it was weird that um, they're everybody's well animated and looks awesome except for the main character. Like their face is like <laughs> static anytime they're talking, which is just weird. And um, it's also weird because in the game and in the anime, you know, they're Gran and Jita, right? Like they're two different names they just call them captain in the game like they don't yeah. they don't call them also oh, they names. didn't have they didn't have to record two two sets of lines I'm i mean sure i guess exactly but that's that's what they did <laughs> like that and like you could tell that when they made the game disc size man i guess I don't when know, they made the game size. <laughs> they designed it just for grand like how everybody reacts to you and talks to you and everything is designed just for grand and not for jita or whatever because the relationship between the main character and like the Lyria character is different. Her and Gran, it's like this, you know, the usual shonen love story, whatever the fuck. And then like for Jita and her, it's a different relationship. But I'm playing the game and she's responding to her like she'd respond to Gran. <laughs> it's just like, what? That's kind of. <laughs> is it supposed to be a love story? I, I got more of a little sister vibe out of it, but maybe I again you watch the anime I did. This so. it's but so that's why I say the usual shonen love story because okay. there's a okay. they're they like each other but nothing ever happens and it, it but just nothing doesn't, ever happens. Yeah. Okay. So it's that okay. it's that okay. So it's the, right, the yeah. shonen love story or whatever. But like so she'll think <laughs> right. So she'll she'll like respond to like Jita the same way that she responds to Gran or whatever. It's like what well, that doesn't that's weird. <laughs> That's not uh, again, I'm sure they didn't want to record multiple sets of lines for the same. Yeah, it's almost like they didn't have enough that's... time to do that or something after eight years. <laughs> <laughs> More realistically, they probably didn't have the budget to do that. Which yeah, or they didn't want to. They didn't want to spend it. Again, it's almost know. like someone said, "You've been working on this game for eight years. It's Get done. This shit out. Put it out." <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like so. So I mean, to cut all this short, it's a great game, but. I just I expected a lot more for after eight years. It just it just looks like a good PS4 game, honestly. And I I can't. Yeah, there's nothing about it, it that does. screams why it would take that long and why it's not like more well optimized or anything. So I'm just kind of mm. I don't know. I, I feel I'm like sure I waited all East that time. We'll for... blow it out of the water like later <laughs> this year. So I mean, I'm, but whatever. It's good for the time being. Which they put out like what three ease games in the time it took them to make this. Eight, nine, and ten. Well, to, to to be to be completely fair to that though, like an, uh, the East games even today like look like shiny ass PS2. I games, mean, yeah, so yeah, and they yeah. also have like a team of like five people that's working on it or something. Like you know, it's yeah. I don't know. But anyways, so um, also played Hot on series. Well, I, I guess I might as well talk about RoboCop first. So I beat RoboCop Rogue City. It's awesome. I love it. It's not for everybody because there's definitely there's some jank, especially with the faces, which I mentioned before. But the game itself mm-hmm. is, is awesome. Now, the way that it was the story was described to me was just that it was a replacement for um for Robocop 3. It's not a replacement for Robocop 3. It leads it directly leads into Robocop 3. So by the end of the game, okay. yeah. it's setting up story beats for what happens in Robocop 3. 
Um, if you've ever watched all three of these movies, then you know that nobody really needs to do that. Nobody cares about RoboCop 3. It's trash. Don't watch it. The first two are the ones to watch, <laughs> which is why they said it after the first two or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really good. So hot. Uh, I was just telling Duffer this just a little bit, um, a little bit ago. Never heard of this game before. Never saw it before. Nor, nor have I. Like it's, I just happened to turn on the Xbox and then there was like an ad that said, "Oh, Hawks released today" or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, we're hawking it at you." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> sure, okay, whatever." <laughs> I just downloaded it. It's a free-to-play shooter thing. I always usually give them a try just to see how it is. Is is it skateboarding? No, I'm just no. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it's actually pretty damn good. It's very uh, it's very well made. The performance is on point. Like it's ridiculous. It runs like 4K 60 and it looks pretty damn good. Just like the animation work, the movement and everything is super polished. So I'm surprised I've just never heard of this game. So it kind of looks like Fortnite. It has the same overall aesthetic or whatever. Um, but it doesn't really play like it. It's more of like a weird... So it has the vibe of like, you know, adventuring through the islands or whatever. And kind of like a... Almost like a Tomb raider vibe. You land on this island uh, with like, you know, water and, and jungle and all this other stuff. And you're supposed to track down different artifacts and you can collect glyphs. And once you have six glyphs, it'll point you to like the main treasure area that you can go there. And, and of course, to collect the glyphs, you have to do like little puzzles for each, you know, to collect. Oh, my one. God. These are straight strange brigade puzzles. Yeah. A hundred percent strange. Yeah. Brigade yeah. Puzzles. So and then, you know, once you collect enough artifacts or because you can only hold a certain amount of them. Um, you have to go to specified extraction points huh. so you can extract your stuff, then leave. So there's a, it's like a PVPVE type thing. So there's enemies. There's like lizard people that are like around in different spots or whatever. <laughs> lizard people. Um, like computer enemies. And then of course, there's also three other people on the island with you, just like spread out, also trying to like collect these things and and get to the end or whatever and extract that's an interesting concept so it's it's pretty damn fun i ended up i was just testing it out and i ended up playing it for hours <laughs> yeah uh, i'm looking at the i was looking at the trailer and it, i i just immediately strange brigade came to mind mm-hmm. just because of those puzzles and just like and then like sea of thieves weirdly came mm-hmm. to mind like i feel like those mm-hmm. it was like a good marriage of those two and i, I, I see the Fortnite yeah sort of it's influences it's, as well i feel like it looks even better and it's even more the the world is clean. more like there's more stuff there's more intricate stuff and the you can when you're over water you can you have like a little uh, surfboard thing that you can use over the water um, mm-hmm. when you're just moving around you can um, climb up stuff jump off things um, slide if you're sliding down something you go even faster. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like all this different movement options. You have a grappling hook. This is the second game you've mentioned today that you can ride surfboards up and down and slide around. <laughs> sure, so, sure, yeah. This is uh, very strange. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's very specific. Movement seems super oddly just like polished and everything. It's a really good game. It's free. Just try it out. You know, I can definitely recommend it. Uh, but other than that, yeah, that's pretty much all I had. All right, cool. Um, is that all anybody's got? I don't really think I have anything else. I played some Sonic Advance 2 and like, I, you know, I always play some BS like on lunch break. Uh, I got that little um, handheld thing in my car, so it's mm. like Ninja Five O. I played that because we were talking about the other day. So, mm. um, but yeah, cool. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about 
the game that was better than the movie. <laughs> See you then. Yeah, just like the flowers that you will fall to be over and over again. Keep the flame alive. I run to feel your hell right now. You are the place my only hope. I know, I know, I know. What could I escape? Whisper like flowers in the day. No matter where I find your side. I know, I know, I know. Keep it done. And we're back. Today we got the game was better than the movie. A bit of a weird topic, but I gave you guys an opportunity to back out and try something else, and no one did. So <laughs> hey, we're going with it. Um, and I was I was a little <laughs> a little concerned that maybe Jonathan hadn't played some of these, but I I pretty much can guarantee that at least you've heard of most of these. Yeah, I've heard of um, them, but yeah, I've, I have not played any of them, <laughs> and I've not seen every movie that this is stuff is based on. Mm. Um, which I guess I can kick it off because we got a nice list that Dwight uh, compiled for us here with uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. I just... I've never seen... Was it, what was that movie called? Dark something? Oh, you're Dark. you're thinking of... No, it's, it's called Chronicles yeah, of Riddick. Yeah, the one that this was based off was just Chronicles of Riddick. But the... Yeah, but what's the what's the yeah, first the movie? The first called? one was uh, what was it called? Um, uh, dark something. Uh, <laughs> dark, I feel dark like it was Dark something. Souls. Dark. No. Souls. Nope. Not Dark Souls. <laughs> dark sec. No, that's a Xbox 360 game. Uh, dark Dead Souls. Yeah, it was like something to do with like darkness or whatever. Um, pitch black. It had dark in the. That's top. what it was. Called. Yeah, pitch black. Wow, okay. <laughs> We were never gonna get there. Yeah. Okay, pitch black. dark Which, pitch black. Pitch black <laughs> is actually a pretty, you know, a pretty decent movie. And the yes. Chronicles of Riddick just went way off the the rails, and they tried to turn it into a multi million dollar franchise. And so, yeah. from what I understand, then this is actually not based off of the Chronicles of Riddick movie, but set like before or after. It's like not. Yeah, it's not the movie. No, it's 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 not the movie's story. It is a prequel, but it is based off the like world and everything created okay i know it's based off the whole thing all right one more question then since you seem to know more than i do Mm. um is that dark athena thing a new game or is that just a remaster of that both do you know so it's a new it's a new campaign well i i knew it had a remaster but i didn't know it was extra so it was was it's a new campaign it's basically the sequel and they just included a remaster of the first game with it Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We're all caught up now. Yeah. Uh, by the way, <laughs> which I don't like that. <laughs> but that no, remaster, by the way, I don't think it's as good as you didn't? no, because the they changed. What? I don't know if they changed the engine or if they changed. They changed a lot of how it looked like. Like the colors are different and a lot of the other stuff. So hmm. I like the original. Xbox I have version. that version. I have the 360, and I've never played mm-hmm. it because I was just like, I'll get to it eventually. I do have regular Chronicles of Riddick on original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Which I have played, and that is a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've never. Oh man, that's disappointing. I don't remember what engine they used, but it's kind of like mm. it's as if you know, like a like the Half Life One source port or whatever. It's it's like that. Okay. Uh, so it's okay. it's the okay. first game, but they pulled it into whatever you know. So it's you know, it's an improvement, right? With the bunny quotes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I will I still prefer like the original Xbox version of that game, but yeah, yeah. Um, if you didn't know uh, what we're describing, the the game is um essentially you're like a it's a prison break sort of game, mm. but it's all in first person. Mm. It's built around like not getting into fights. It's a very sneakum sort of mm. first person game. I actually think Johnson would like this now that I'm. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt to do a Vin Diesel (laughs) voice. 
I don't want to. I don't want to have to take a throat lozenge later. Yeah, uh, the only one but, can see in the dark. Uh, I am uh, uh, He's all... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we can. Bat- I mean, Riddick. <laughs> yeah, we can turn into Batman real right. quick. Swear to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chronicles of Riddick, man. That that game on original Xbox, which I okay, as we just I guess discovered, mm. that's the best version. So yeah. go I'll buy an original so. Xbox, yeah. everybody, and play that game. It's, yeah, it's one of a handful. Right on that. It's like one of a handful of games that really could not be ported to PS2. <laughs> no, so, that would have not yeah. run on a PS2. At it was all. like that Half Life <laughs> Two, Doom Three that we was talking about earlier. Um, yeah, maybe the original Ninja Gaiden. Also, I don't think could have. No, Ninja Gaiden's PS2. not worked. No, no. Um, but yeah, you know. Okay, I'm gonna refresh. I think Ninja Gaiden would have worked, mm. but that it would have like it would have been gimped as hell. Like yeah. it would have. There's a lot of like reflective surfaces yes. and like soft <laughs> yeah. shadows on stuff and like very elaborate mm-hmm. lighting. And that all would have been. I think like you could play out. it at like 720p and like progressive scan. And it's like uh, I don't remember if it was uh, you could play it at 720p, but you could play a progressive scan in widescreen. And it was um, and it was all at 60, which is just insane <laughs> that a game that looked that good yeah. and was that large was playing at 60 on the original Xbox. It's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Chronicles of Riddick, though. Definitely check it out. Uh, what else you got on this list? Episode 3. I'm assuming you made Star Wars Episode 3, yes. the movie, the game. The movie, the game, yes. <laughs> yeah. I loved that game. <laughs> I played the shit out of yes. that game. This is, just, this is obviously just a personal opinion. Not a lot of people... No, would agree with I, that. I, I'm, I'm on. I'm on board with this yeah. list. I'm 100 percent on board. But with this I list. believe we've yeah. talked about this before. I, I think I remember you singing that game's praises. Yeah, the game is amazing, and it, it's funny because it is. There's not a lot of. It's as long as the movie too. You can yeah. beat it in one. Si- like it's a two-hour game. It's it's. <laughs> oh wow. To me, it was like a. It's like a spiritual successor to Jedi Power Battles, and I loved Jedi Power Battles yeah, on go. Dreamcast and stuff. So. Yeah, it's 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 great. <laughs> the graphics are are surprisingly good for like a PS2 ass game. So, and um, I don't know the controls and everything. You can is actually great. play it. It's 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 completely backwards compatible. You could play it on Xbox uh, Series, and it's like 4K and mm. like super. I mean, it looks arguably worse because it's <laughs> you know higher resolution yeah. points out its flaws. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a. a I don't know if you get to pick Anakin or Obi-Wan at the end. I don't remember. Or if it's just like two different levels. But you can essentially play the last bit of episode three differently. You could play it as Anakin right. and defeat oh. Obi-Wan. Oh. <laughs> I think, does it, does it, it force you to fight each other if you're playing co-op? Because I, I, think, I think I remember that, but I don't, I don't know. know. I could be remembering wrong. I didn't. Oh, that would be super interesting yeah, if it did. Because you could play it co-op. We're super educated on this and show. And then like the, because the, I think that was, that's a callback to like, you know, streets of rage or whatever where you get to the end of the game and you Man, can fight each other cool. <laughs> but um but yeah i guess spoilers for the the, the, <laughs> the uh fake version of episode right. three he kills he kills obi-wan mm-hmm. and then he kills the emperor <laughs> oh and then he yeah. becomes the emperor and, and then he becomes the emperor yeah. Yeah, he, he just becomes uh captain badass at that point yep. Yep, <laughs> and <yep>. that's it <laughs> and then he goes on uh, to wipe out all the sand in the universe <laughs> yeah exactly no no more sand glass at all <laughs> tattoo is just one giant ball of glass <laughs> yeah i had a uh, power got? rangers the movie uh the game on this list now, so, is this the, the 2017 the movie? The game? movie? Or no, no, the no. original movie? The original um, movie. Okay. 
So I have to specify that this is the Sega I disagree Genesis with game, this, but I want to hear what you got to yeah, say. <laughs> I specify this is the Sega Genesis game, not the Super Nintendo one, because they're really different. The Sega Genesis one they is are. a is a beat 'em up. Um, I loved the hell out of this game. They're both beat 'em ups. I mean, it's the Sega Genesis one was more of like a Streets of Rage Final Fight type beat 'em up. The Super Nintendo one was more of like a side scrolling action game. It's like a little different. Which- <laughs> I think one of them is insanely hard, and I think it's the Super Nintendo version. Maybe. I believe so. One of them is obnoxiously difficult. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that much. But, like, the... I like the one that's not, but I still think a movie's better. Yeah. But that's just... The, the, I mean, the music in the game was amazing. The Just, like, the look of the game. I remember playing through it. It has all, it has a lot of, um, of like, uh, pre-recorded samples, voice samples. So, as you're playing it, you uh, know, they're like, oh, yeah, and all that. And I was, you know, I'm, I remember playing this... On a Sega Genesis, renting it from like video update or whatever, and playing this with my brother and us being fucking enthralled <laughs> by this game. It's just the greatest <laughs> game of all time, you know. Just getting getting to like the title screen, you're just like, oh my god, you know this. It's oh, it's so great. I mean, when that Power Ranger theme hits, <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. And then of course, and it had a, it had a different version than the than the the show um, theme. The movie theme oh, is a yeah. little different. And it was just actually, like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was gonna do that for a quiz episode, but I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't get it. I uh, I couldn't get it uh, worked out. So I guess I could just tell you guys about it. There's a lot of like songs that have like a really long lead in. Yeah. Oh. Uh, before the crescendo hits, yeah. and I was gonna do that, but I couldn't find enough. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that version for the movie is actually done by a. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of the band called Megadeth. Mm. Oh, like, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's and it different. has a super long lead yeah. in, and then like the guitar like yep. uh, riff starts, and it's like oh my yes. god, and it was uh, it's so awesome. Interesting. Megadeth <laughs> did the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> That's you, look it up. Look it up. You have I, to I, listen you know, to it. I'll post it. In, you have to listen to it. I'll post it in the chat. <laughs> it's so awesome. Now the singing, I don't know about, but the the guitar stuff yeah. is oh it's so it, good it, it like it um, yeah it gets up to like the the because i mean the 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 show version of that song kind of just like starts immediately or whatever it just yeah. kind of yeah. it builds to that and you're just like oh my god the power rangers it's, they're gonna it's save a everybody. solid like almost <laughs> 15 seconds slow intro yeah and then when it like it drops, it drops. Hard. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's amazing. And uh, you know, of course, Sega Genesis music. You already know the, the that Genesis version. And of course, when you beat the game, it plays the entire thing, and it's just it's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, the movie yeah. though. Um. Yeah, I didn't like the movie. Yeah, the movie doesn't hold up. But <laughs> even when I was younger, okay. I was like, Man, I've changed this my mind. Kind of crap. I've changed my mind. It's, <laughs> it's Power Rangers. Now. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, but even as a kid, good I was just like, I was so hyped to see that movie because at that time, oh, we all when were. the movie was coming out, it was super hyped. And then I watched oh, it. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? I mean, I think because I'm so used to, even at that time, I was like watching a lot of like, you know, kung fu movies and everything like that. So like when I watched mm-hmm. the weird ass fighting in that movie and they're fighting ooze men or whatever, I was like, oh, they, what? Uh, what are they called? <laughs> I don't even remember. It yeah, couldn't have been much yeah, uh, okay, the show, so, though, was it? No, I mean, it, it wasn't too much. No, the show. no. They had different suits. The production quality was clearly Yeah, higher. it was a little better. They had the overly shiny Zords with CG or whatever. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, they CG the uh, Zords. They CG the Zords. Oh, yeah. In 1993. Oh, no. In 1993 oh, no. or four or whatever, they had CG Zords. No. <laughs> so it was... It's like, how do you look worse than the show <laughs> with like a much larger budget? It was like, you know what we should yeah. do, guys? 
instead of having dudes you, in cardboard boxes, we should CG this thing. <laughs> oh uh, my word! And, and it's it's like everything's chrome. Yeah, as hell. It, everything's uh, chrome like, out. It, you know how like Beast Wars <laughs> or Beast not Beast Wars Beast yeah, Machines. You remember how Beast, Beast machines. machines looked? Yes, yeah. they look like Beast Machines. <laughs> Okay, well, before we move on from Power Rangers, I do have to point out because, and I don't, I don't know if this is the Sega version or the Super. Again, there's two different versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. But you start off as playing as the teenagers, right? And then you halfway through the stage, you like morph into the Power Ranger. Yeah, right, yeah. I remember being blown away because in the original game, the original Power Ranger game on the Super Nintendo, based off the show, which I love that game by the way. Mm-hmm. You start off as a teenager and then you morph into the Power Ranger. You do the same thing, but every Power Ranger was the same exact model. Oh, yeah. But yeah. just but just colored different. Yep. So like it didn't matter if you were this little Asian girl, you were warping into this buff ass dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's like yellow. <laughs> he even has the they even all had the same Red Ranger helmet. Like they didn't even change their helmet. Oh, it was just funny. a different it was a it was a color swap. I just put it in the in the chat. But yeah, for in, your in the, this version they actually gave them unique sprites. Oh, man good stuff did you guys know that in the original japanese version of like that original power rangers that there's only one female ranger yeah Mm -hmm. i did yeah yellow ranger was a yellow ranger was not was not a girl yeah that's that's why when you look at the you look at the suits when they're like morphed up or whatever yeah only one uh, has a skirt the pink ranger has a skirt yeah yellow ranger does not because she's a dude yeah Ah, uh, what do we what do we got next? Let's move on. Uh, yeah, we, we can we I can, can stay on Power Rangers all day. <laughs> um, uh, oh, big one right here, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. Um, <laughs> man, that that is a trash movie. Yeah, that's a it's a it's movie. a. I was I was really looking forward to that. I saw it that was on our F that was on our F tier of the, on the list, wasn't it? <laughs> it was yeah. awful. It was it was bad. And I, I, a lot of people hate that movie because of how they treated Deadpool. To me, he's looking at these. Swords. Deadpool is not the only. Yeah, it's so <laughs> terrible. It's so bad. The, Why? So Deadpool is not the only bad part of that movie. There's so many like bad things. Yeah, they had Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas in there. I don't know why they did that. Um, because Black Eyed Peas was popular. Yeah, I can't get that image out of my head of Wolverine in the bathroom with his terrible oh, with CGI the, with the claws. Super CGI. Just, oh my gosh, yeah. the image is burned into my brain of how bad it was. And then Gambit. It was like it was unfinished Ugh. in that spot for some reason, and they just never touched it up, or I don't know. But this game mm. is awesome. Yeah, this game is like it's freaking Ninja Gaiden. Mm. Like it is uh, all the things that they were afraid to do in the movie. Mm. They were not afraid to do in this game at all. Like it is like mega violent. It's an M rated ass game. Yeah. Like you're chopping people up and everything, impaling people. Um, you get hurt and like. You you see like yeah this, his skeleton get, and his everything. skeleton <laughs> oh. he gets hurt all, and it slowly heals mm. which uh, a bit of a graphical limitation it also heals his shirt which is kind of yeah. weird yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah. it was it was everything that pretty much at the time everybody wanted from a Wolverine game and as far as I know no other Wolverine game or X Men game has ever really done that version of the character no. like a like a you know, uh, comics accurate Wolverine because most of the most of the times the games are all based off like the Saturday morning cartoon version of Wolverine, including you know mm, Marvel vs. Capcom yeah. and all that. So yeah, actually seeing Wolverine do what he does or whatever, it was just like Wolverine kind stuff, of blew yeah. everybody's mind. So there was some uh, 
like video game references too. I can't think of what they were. Mm. I, I can think of one. I know you can find the Lich King's sword. Mm. Oh, really? Like part of it from World of Warcraft, and there's like a couple other ones. But yeah, I think that is very unique with that game. It's like they definitely were was made by people that wanted to make a game, like mm. a, <laughs> not just people trying to make a buck. And um, I guess my only complaint with that game is you don't get the blue and yellow suit till you beat the game, and at that point you're like, "Well, I beat it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate, I hate I stuff play like that. Played through the whole thing again. I want to, I want to play as the blue and yellow suit, but yeah. I have to replay the thing. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's super realistic that way. Uh, you had to wait all these years to see him in the blue and yellow suit in the movie. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's not too different. And their their blue and yellow suit is not that good looking, but mm. it's no, it's, it's not. It's there. Oh, it yeah. looks kind of silly. Yeah, well. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm willing to suspend this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. But yeah, um, I guess the next one that we have here, Episode 1 Racer. <laughs> yeah. Although, I I like Episode 1. I know I'm in the a small camp. I haven't even like, I don't know. I, I, would, say, I would say that um, I was super... Racer is I was good. super excited for episode one, and I didn't hate episode one either. I thought it was really cool and everything. The episode one racer kind of justifies that 20-minute break in the middle of the movie <laughs> to show off <laughs> yeah, the pod racers. <laughs> like, it was really just to introduce the idea for this game. If you've ever played in the arcade, now the N64 version is what me, most people played, but if you ever played in the arcade... Yeah. It's probably one of the coolest arcade racing games I've ever played. It is super cool. Because you actually get, like, the two handles, and you it has the tank steering. And you're sitting in a pod. You're sitting in a pod. There's, like, speakers next to you, and it's, like, rumbling underneath when you when you turn on the boosters and everything. You know? It's first person. It's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's amazing. I remember the, um, the, uh, the AMC um, in Hampton or whatever by where I live um, had that, and they had it for a long time. They had a pod, uh, episode one pod racer machine. And they had that Star Wars trilogy arcade machine or whatever, and yeah. oh my god, <laughs> I wore that thing out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was great. Hey, that was excellent. But yeah, there was a. They knew it was good too because they put out a whole ass N sixty four with this game. Like it was like mm-hmm. weirdly it had Watto on the box. It was like a. It was like a black N sixty four box and Star Wars. And I remember Watto being. Okay, Why I could be wrong with that, but Watto on the box. That's why I, I'm gonna look at the box now because I could be wrong. There's so many it's, games on such just a weird decision pod racing. If you think about it, it was the original. There was the um, the the Re- revenge racers revenge. There's super bombad racing. I guess you could count that super bombad. Okay, racing. yeah. There was the, <laughs> the it, 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 it is it is Watto is front and center. Yeah, on this why? Box. There's a <laughs> Anakin is off to the left. <laughs> The Watto Game Boy is color the, uh, version. I remember that one. I I like that. I like that one a lot. Actually, that was, that was top down. Yeah, right? it was top down. It played like Wave Race, if I remember right. Mm. Looked like the Game Boy version of Wave Race. <clears throat> uh, that that game was good. I actually played that on one of my first streams ever, if I remember right. I tried to play mm. uh, Episode One Racer, and I found it. Uh, you know what? I found out that I was old because <laughs> my reaction time that you need to play that game. Yeah. Ooh, it's, you it's, need some reaction it's time. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Okay. 
We we need the full title to this. King Kong. Peter Jackson's yeah, Peter. King Kong, the movie yeah. <laughs> from the game. The official movie of the game. That's on the box. That's the title. Yeah. <laughs> so um I don't dislike this movie. This is this is one of the ones that I kind of just added just because this it. is what everybody always says. But honestly, it's I thought okay. the movie it's was pretty too good. Long. I mean, yeah, it was really it's too long. Too damn long. It's that's its problem. At the time, it's Peter Jackson being Peter Jackson. Yeah, at the time, there's a whole lot of um, hype for it because that's why Peter Jackson's name is in the title because he, he just finished Lord of the Rings, and so it was. It's like, oh my god, yeah. he's at it again, you know? And it it was it was it was pretty. <laughs> Somebody good. Somebody stop this man, right? <laughs> So it was pretty good, and, and I saw it in theaters, I think, and it looked amazing and all that. And I mean, watching it again now, I think a lot of the the um, splendor and, and shine has kind of worn off because yeah, the, it, it it holds up weirdly. Mm. Like it's 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 too long again. That's yeah. like my main problem with yeah. it. But it is one of the few movies I own on HD DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Remember that was it was like a, it was yeah. like the flagship title for hd dvd yeah was yeah i own yeah. that and 300 on hd dvd yeah. that's the only two mm-hmm. movies i got yeah but uh no, it's, it's okay this this game though was a launch title for xbox yep. 360 yep. there is three different versions of this game mm-hmm. so there's the xbox 360 slash pc version mm-hmm. those are really the best ones um, there's the gamecube ps2 original xbox version mm-hmm. and then there's a ds psp version mm-hmm. Those are wacky. Don't ever play them. They're awful. <laughs> uh, but anything past that, though, is like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it it did a lot of like unique things. Yeah. Like it's first person. You play as uh, one of the side characters, Adrian yeah, Brody's character. Yeah. I don't tell me his name in that movie. I don't even know. But you don't. don't you have like very limited ammo. It's kind of survival horror esque a little bit because you're on Skull Island. You have all this crap coming mm-hmm. after you. You have barely any ammo. There's not an ammo counter on screen. There's no HUD. It's meant to be insanely cinematic. Oh, if you want to know how many okay. bullets you have, mm. there's a button for him to tell you. Oh. Mm. I have six so bullets. So he'll be like, left. I got... Mm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a little more less robotic. <laughs> <than that. laughs> yeah. I yeah. have five bullets left. <laughs> yeah, no. He'll be like, oh, I got a, I got a full clip left. I should be good mm. or something like that. Or, oh, I'm down to two shots. Or, uh, but if, if not, what you had to do, you had to, like, pick up... Um, like bones or something off the ground, mm. and like you could like dip them in fire mm. and then like use them as like a spear or yeah. something. Oh, okay, yeah. I was gonna say, how do you um, turn bones into bullets? It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 crafting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then they they have like spots where like the T Rex would come, and then like you'd have to hide. Like you you're not fighting that T Rex. Mm, yeah. Like, mm. um, uh, and then they have other scenes where you actually play as Kong fighting. It, it's a good game. Mm. I definitely recommend it. If you if if you feel like playing the 360 or PC one, um, it's actually worth playing. Mm. And it's uh because it was a launch game, uh, it's kind of like a known thing that launch games usually suck <laughs> for, a lot, for a lot of yeah. for a lot of systems or whatever. Um, and when I say they they suck, I mean like third party launch games. This was a third party launch game based off a movie so it already yeah the fact that it was actually pretty damn good was just like it just blew everybody's minds at the time well it's, de- <laughs> it's developed by ubisoft too oh was so, it? I mean, it it actually yeah oh. yeah so this was one of the few like when i first tried the xbox 360 at a store mm-hmm. i think this is yeah. like one of the demos they yeah, had yeah, 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 yeah. and this is one of the ones where i'm like holy cow this looks so amazing yeah 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 it's so a new generation. Was, <laughs> yeah. Well, the the rain effects because I think in that demo you're walking around and there's a T Rex and you have you're like avoiding it, mm. but like there's like 
rain effects and you could actually see the rain oh, coming down you could, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ground would be wet and shiny mm. and like you get the little i'm like oh this looks so amazing i can't remember if it did that weird camera effect where you see like raindrops on like the camera or whatever i don't remember mm. if it did that or not because there's a couple I games that did that like uh chaos theory i think did that if i remember correctly and uh yeah when you're walking around the uh like the 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 lighthouse yep. when the waves would come mm-hmm. up yeah the 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 camera Metroid would get Prime misty. would do that, and and a couple others. So yeah, it just it just yeah, it looked amazing. And um, yeah, I, I could talk about this all day, but yeah, yeah let's there's a there's a <laughs> that was like a um that was like a there was a trend at that time of games that had super immersive like first person, which they don't really do yeah, that anymore. Yeah. But like Breakdown came out around that time. It was just it was like a similar thing. That's right. You actually had Breakdown, to like yeah. reach down and pick up a can and then like press a button to like to drink it to like get more health. You would see like your hand, arms and legs like climbing up ladders and whatnot. And there's a couple other those super super immersive first person shooters. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they don't they don't make those anymore. Even in even in RoboCop, like. You can hear when he's walking around. You hear like the the um that classic you know his the thud of his like duke, feet and duke, everything. Duke, duke, duke. Um, yeah. you can turn off the menus if you don't like it, but I left it on the whole time because of course. But oh, you got to you have. If to. you look down, you don't see his legs. <laughs> you just see like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Which most shooters do that now. I don't think there's any. There's not very many shooters where you can actually see the rest of your body. And remember that was a whole thing. I think like Halo Two <laughs> even did that. The last time I played. <laughs> I was about to say, I think the last time I played like Halo 2, I look, I was like, oh, I can see myself. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Which was like cool. You know, a lot of shooters started doing that and then they just stopped. And it was like, uh, I guess it doesn't really yeah. matter. So like, well, it's it's rendering budget. You don't that they that you know, that's that's why probably. It is weird, especially in a game like Overwatch, where all the characters are different heights and sizes and like you're playing as a character like Diva, choosing like this big robot. And you look down and there's nothing there. <laughs> so it's just it's just odd, you know, in modern modern shooters, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna let you take point on these next three because I don't think I've played any of them. Uh in fact I know I haven't. So um <laughs> Robocop three, this one's really not that deep. Uh the game is pretty good and the movie was trash, so that's why it's better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's not it's definitely that, not that works the out. best Robocop game by a long shot. Um I'll say in that during that time period, RoboCop versus Terminator was probably the best one. Um, but no. of course, that's not based off a movie; that's based off a comic book, so that it doesn't really count. But just by default, it's better than the movie. <laughs> so that's why I threw it by in the default. list. <laughs> um, Alien Resurrection. So I don't know if you've ever played this this shooter, but Alien Resurrection mm-hmm. is one of the first. I would have to. I want to say the first, but I'm not sure if there's any other games that did it before it. It's one of the first games that that used the dual stick um, controls for a shooter, for a first-person shooter. And this was on um, the original PlayStation. Hmm. It's done around like 2000 or something like that. It's a pretty late. It's a really late game. The The graphics and gameplay for this thing is is amazing for the original PlayStation. It looks pretty similar to like an early PS2 game. Um, so it's definitely... I wouldn't say like it's a classic, but it's probably like a cult classic by now. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty damn good game, and it's you know um, a lot of the stuff that Doom Three does is like what Alien Resurrection kind of did, like the first uh. person um, horror style shooter and everything. And of course, if you if you shoot and kill an alien, you can't let it get too close to you because the acid blood will burn you and all this or whatever. 
the point being though that makes sense alien resurrection the movie is trash (laughs) complete trash don't even i I wouldn't even like not even as a curiosity don't even bother watching it (laughs) (laughs) not even once no and you know what i'll say that some of the weirdest things in that movie i'll go ahead and spoil it now um she ends up mating with one of the aliens and creating a human alien hybrid so just let that marinate in your mind. Whatever it is that you're thinking of, happens I'm sorry, in the what? movie. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is that came to mind when I said that happens in the movie, and it's gross. <laughs> and I don't wish this evil on anyone. <laughs> I could have gone my entire life without knowing that. Thank you. Yes. Very much. So that, that's the that's the end game boss alien for the movie is a human alien hybrid. <laughs> So, yes, they had a whole scene with her and the puppet alien and all. It's just, don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even worry about it. <laughs> that that movie can be stricken from the record. <laughs> the game I'll is awesome. I'll see you guys awesome, later. Though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go bleach my brain. Um. So, but the game is awesome. Um, but Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> it's the, the last one here. So... Isn't this pretty much just Mortal Kombat Street Fighter? Yes. From what I'm but gathering. There's, yeah. the, there's the console version and the arcade version. The arcade version is actually... I, th- I didn't even know there was an arcade version. Yes. So there's two... The arcade version plays more like Mortal Kombat. The console version plays more like actual Street Fighter, like Street Fighter 2. And it's really not that bad. A lot of people, you know, dump on this game, but it's really not that bad, honestly. Uh, depending on the version that you're playing. Um, I would say personally is definitely better than the movie. <laughs> the, the movie was not great. Raul Julia is amazing. He's you know he's cool and everything like that. But the the movie altogether is no. Especially DJ. I can't There's, stand. I can't stand DJ. <laughs> the movie is quotable. I guess, yes, quotable. but not good. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, J- just um, what what's the guy's name? You just you just said Raul Julia. The guy that was a yeah that was like his last. It was. Uh, uh, before he passed yeah. yeah oh but he has that bit where he's like of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh yeah. and uh chun li that bit with Chun-Li oh yeah that's that's about. like the yeah. best line yeah. <laughs> yeah that is the best line i don't know if you ever have you ever seen the movie jonathan uh, uh i don't remember the exact yeah. scenario but chun li was walked up to him and like, you, kill my you destroyed yeah. my entire village my entire family mm. and you know and he's like oh i'm i'm sorry for you, <laughs> I, that, yeah. For you, that was uh, that yeah, was this, like a that was a life changing moment or whatever. A life changing event, and you know, for me, it was Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> which is just great. That's such a great line. Because <laughs> yeah. see, like that's her whole thing in that movie is that she has to find Bison to avenge her father, and it's like her lifelong, you know, uh, quest. Yeah. And he's just like, "What? I don't even remember that." <laughs> so the whole yeah, exactly. the whole thing yeah. with um. Thanos and he's just like oh you killed this and you destroyed all that and he's like I don't even know who you are or whatever oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of <laughs> it's mirroring that it's right complete Raul, uh, Raul Julia uh, energy or whatever he's just like what I don't even like who are you <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you <laughs> will <laughs> so that's that's the end of, I found a couple more online so I'm just just out of kind of like a um, I found a list this is from Scream Rant the Warriors which is actually a pretty good game. I've never seen the movie. I heard though. the movie was was a classic. Is that the though, one, so I don't, is that I don't the one know where the I... guys have like the beer bottles on their fingers or whatever. 
Uh, or I think well, something else. It's one is a bunch of it's a seventies movie with a bunch of like street gangs that are all yeah, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got fighting yeah, he's got, he's yeah, got yeah, yeah. beer bottles on his fingers and he's like clinking them together and he's like Warriors coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It almost looks like uh the village people mixed with streets of rage. <laughs> like that, that that's what I'm grabbing out of it. Like I don't know. They they all look like village people. Um and Hulk. I talked about this a couple weeks ago, oh. like the the angly cell shaded Hulk. You that, wouldn't uh, like me when I'm angly. I think we. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angly. Yeah, that's actually wow. really that's, good. You come that's, up with that's great. <laughs> that that is did, pretty actually. damn good. That is pretty damn good. <laughs> that, that's that's excellent. You need to you need to patent that if, if you haven't already. <laughs> so. Oh, that's great. Oh, I actually damn. thought of one All myself right. while we were sitting here. Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. Oh. <laughs> the absolute oh. trash movie from back in but that was a that was a game first yeah though. yeah, yeah but it, it was really still <laughs> still it's the game yeah. is way better I mean, than if, the movie if we, if we, if we want to go the other direction <laughs> you know friggin tomb raider mortal Kombat. Yeah. like we could just yeah, yeah, yeah. uncharted we could go and go and go and go the, and go the only, that, the re- the the only reason direction. why the street fighter one works is because they did make a game based off the movie that was based off, off the, the game. movie specifically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I got one more. I just thought of that. I'm sure neither one of you have probably played because mm. it's uh, you have to get her translated. Sweet home. Oh Alabama. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I haven't played that. No. Yeah, not not Alabama. <laughs> no. They're, they're uh, pre Resident Evil. This is like a pre Resident mm-hmm. Evil uh, world. Shim, uh, there, there's a game called Sweet Home. Mm. It's it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, it's not zombies, and they go into. It's about a group of people that go into a mansion. To um, it's a haunted mansion essentially. Mm-hmm. So there's no zombies really. Well, I think there are zombies in the game. It's been a while. I never beat the whole thing, but it was interesting though because there's certain characters that can do certain things. Uh, you have like five or six people, um, and you have to escape this mansion. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could only have like parties of two or three together. But you got to be like, okay, do I need to have the lock picking guy with the guy with the vacuum cleaner, like you know, to get past this puzzle? Only one person can like carry a board. It's like a puzzle game mixed with like a horror game. Okay, mm-hmm. it's actually it's very interesting, and it is based off of a movie. I don't I don't even know. That had to have been like seventies or like early eighties or something like that. Hmm. It's interesting. Um, it never came out in English technically, mm-hmm. technically, but there is a fan. There's a fan translation uh, you can get. It's 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 you know it's a joy. I, what I would you you can understand I would probably it. just watch a video. I would watch a video on it. You know, instead of playing another it game that's technically Derek Alexander put out a video for yeah, it. Yeah, another game that's technically based off a movie um, is Parasite Eve, which is another similar <laughs> there you go Japanese too. horror yeah. movie, and they kind of made it into a game, even though they changed a lot of the story or whatever. But it's it's yeah. technically a movie game. <laughs> Technically, yeah, technically a movie game. Which, like, the, the um, movie was based off of a book, and then they adapted that or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. When we were originally thinking this, I was like, my mind immediately went to Da Vinci Code, and I'm like, no, that's the worst way to experience Da Vinci Code, is the video <laughs> game. <laughs> and it's like, hold on, it goes video game, then movie, then book. Like, the opposite direction. So. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched or played the Da Vinci Code, or any of them. Mm-mm. Have you read The Da Vinci Code? No. Nope. <laughs> no. You've never experienced You should watch it at least. Mm-hmm. The only bad thing about it is 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 uh the 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 obviously red herring is like named red herring in like Spanish <laughs> really? or something. 
Wow. Yeah, I've, I've, I forget his name, but it's just like, hold on. You're just being really not clever with this. <laughs> uh, I think we've done pretty good there, though. Uh, what do we got here? Anime and game recommendations for the week. I think that's both of you guys, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I guess I go, I'll go first. Uh, so this is one I recently watched. Uh, I mentioned it before, um, I think off the podcast, if I remember correctly. But uh, Akiba Made War. I'll go ahead and throw that in there. So I wouldn't say that this was like a super, uh, like super amazing anime or anything like that. Um, but I just think like the general, um, the general aesthetic and everything is unique enough that I wanted to highlight it. <laughs> um, so Akiba Made War is an anime where at first blush or whatever, it's pretty much just looks like a generic made happy-go-lucky anime or whatever so it starts off uh a chick you know gets to akiba uh akiba actually uh akiba hara and to go to her job interview or whatever she like she got hired as a maid in one of the in one of the shops and she's starting her first day she gets there she gets some the maid costume or whatever does all the things and then at the end of the um by the end of the episode she's sent on an errand to go and collect something or drop something off of the, at another maid shop and uh hilarity ensues she gets there and like uh gunfight starts and, and people are getting like mauled left and right and she's just like holy crap what the hell is happening and then like the other maid that was with her or whatever uh is the one that's all in the middle of this fight and um earlier she's like 17 the other maid that started the same day as her is like 36 or 35 and they're like, huh, that's kind of weird. A 35-year-old maid or whatever. And yeah, as the story goes, you start to learn more about all the characters and everything. And it's just, it's super interesting. So it's basically a Yakuza uh, drama. And the story about what happens with that maid, just to give you a gist of it, it's really similar to actually the last uh, Yakuza game. Uh, what was it? it was, I think it was called Way of the Dragon. Um is that what it was? There's none called Way. What was it called? Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon. It's one of those. So, yeah. and Like a Dragon. Seven. Remember when um, the main character has to take a fall for like a for a um, some crime yep. or whatever. So like a higher up didn't doesn't yep. go to jail, and he goes to jail for like years, yep. and then comes back, um, and everything's all different because it's like years later. So this is what happens to her. She gets she takes the fall for some um, higher up or whatever at the time. And then she goes to jail for like 15 years. And now she's back in Akihabara and she's like 35. And she just kind of like <laughs> goes back into, she's like a, um, she's like an old school maid enforcer or whatever. So the, uh, you might as well just replace what I'm saying maid as like Yakuza. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's literally like a Yakuza uh, drama or whatever. Um, to the point where the ending theme sounds like one of those real old school Yakuza ballads <laughs> that um, Ryu or whatever would be singing at like at the at a bar or whatever. It sounds just like that. It's it's just it's amazing. Bakamitai um, or something. So like that. There's there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that happen in the show that's just kind of like ridiculous, <laughs> and it's very tongue in cheek and everything. And then the other half of the show, it's a very serious Yakuza drama that's actually fairly interesting, especially getting towards the end of the show. Um, all the different um, characters and how they interact with each other and everything. It's pretty damn interesting. It's definitely worth a watch. So just something different. Once you, if you, 
if you go in knowing that or whatever, some of the more ridiculous aspects of what it, or whatever just gives it some like, you know, levity or whatever. But yeah, it's 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 a it's an interesting watch. It's definitely, I think it's only on high dive if I remember correctly. You know what's funny yeah. is that I actually heard of this anime for the first time this week. Mm. <laughs> like earlier mm. this week, I, I I heard about it. I was like, oh, when you started describing it, I'd forgotten the name. But when you started describing it, I was like, wait a minute. I just yeah. saw a thing about this. <laughs> it started, for whatever reason, it's starting to get more popular now. I've been seeing more like videos and stuff on YouTube about it. A friend of mine I was telling, um, that I work with, I, I was telling her about it. And... I was like, oh, yeah, like, there's this, I love the ending theme, and I sent it to her, and she was like, oh, my God, why does this theme go so hard? <laughs> like, it's just so unassuming, because um, I just had to, I just had to send it to you guys. I, I like it a lot, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it for me. So, my game recommendation is for Psychonauts. Uh, this is a game about a boy named Raz, who, instead of running away from home to join the circus, like you typically hear about trope and everything he runs away from the circus to go to psychic summer camp and he has these latent psychic abilities and he goes to the summer camp to learn how to like hone them and become better at using them so that he can join these uh this group called the psychonauts which is basically like a, a government agency that works kind of behind the scenes in like spy sort of situations they can infiltrate people's minds and like gather data or you know do whatever you know is required of them so he goes to the summer camp to learn how to do all that. So during the course of the game, you're roaming around in other people's minds. And all of these minds are really unique because they are all themed after whatever that person's thing is. So like there's one guy who's in the military. So you can go into his mind. Everything is like foxholes and D-Day sort of stuff. And there's bombs and planes flying around and, you know, shells exploding and all that sort of thing. And uh, you go into this other lady's mind who's an opera singer. And so she's, her mind is a whole like stage. And you see the stage in the theater and you see like the instruments and the instrument pit and things like that. And so you go through all these different stages and learn how to use your psychic abilities. You have like an incinerate ability, you've got a psychic projecting uh, fist you can punch things with you've got a floating ability you've got like a double jump and you just learn over the course of the game to use all this stuff to accomplish your goals to collect things to level up and to defeat enemies because there is some combat in here it's it's this genre which i probably should have said earlier is essentially a 3d platformer slash puzzle game so it's a lot of fun um there's some classic tim schafer humor thrown in there too so that's always a great thing to see because this was a this was a double fine game if I didn't mention that earlier. So Tim Schafer is heavily involved in it. The um, I'm not sure. I don't think he was the only writer, but he was one of the writers on it. The character designs are really cool. They're they're not especially pretty. I would say uh, for the most part they're kind of in an ugly style, and it's not like a graphical limitation ugly. It's they were designed to be like kind of super deformed and kind of a wacky sort of style so i mean the graphics you know aren't great this was like 2000 ish that this game came out so it's not like super pristine graphics 3d graphics but it is it is really good 
So I definitely recommend that you try out this game if you like 3D platformer action games. And one of the nice things about it is that since Double Fine is now owned by Microsoft, uh, both Psychonauts and the sequel, Psychonauts 2, are on Game Pass. You can buy it digitally on PlayStation, and it is backwards compatible as well, but it is the PS2 version. That is one of those games that, like, the Xbox and PC version are far superior to the PS2 <laughs> version. Even if it's upscaled, I didn't, don't play that version. I didn't even know the PS2 had a version. It's it's not a good version. Don't 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 do this to yourself. But yeah, I, I don't know. When you, you mentioned the military guy, I'm all I'm, I love the Joey line. That's where I'm immediately my mind goes. He's like, uh, I'm gonna call you Joey, <laughs> or something. What does he say? I'm gonna call you Slowy Joey. Slowy Joey, yeah. I'm gonna call you Slowy Joey. He's like, but my name's Rasputin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think of that all the time. It just it makes me laugh. Uh, that's such a great game, though. I definitely recommend it. I need to get around to that second one yeah. uh, myself. So, ah, good stuff. Mm. Uh, what do we got next week? Uh, VR. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna try and get Matt because he has a PSVR too, mm. which I want now that there's gonna be PC integration. So, mm-hmm. but I don't have the money for that. Oh. <laughs> uh, but he has a VR too, a PSVR too. Um, I have a quest. I know you have a, a expensive. Yeah, an index that I haven't used. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sure Dwight's got some VR insights too. So we're going to be talking about that next week. Uh, I don't think anything else is happening. Shinmu episode coming up. That's in the works. I'm working on that uh, very slowly. But until then, anybody got anything else? If not, we're going to go and uh, wrap it up. Yep. You can find the show on uh, Twitter. It's going to be at Game Room Pod. I myself am going to be on Twitter at IRL. I stream on Twitch Tuesdays and Sundays. That's my schedule now. Tuesdays, it's starting around 6, 7-ish. You can follow me on Twitter to find out exactly when. Sundays will be around 3 p.m. in the afternoon. I have a little more time then. so. Uh, but that's going to be at Michael underscore McLeod. Jonathan, where can people find you? You can find me at Enchantermon on all the places. I stream on Twitch on Mondays and Thursdays starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I post all of my stream announcements when I am and when I am not going live, if that happens, on X, uh, also at Enchantermon. Dwight, wrap us up. Dmoney8719 on all the things, Steam, Xbox, PlayStation. Um, I should just put on my Switch code on here, I guess. Um, <laughs> should <laughs> yeah, just, that out every just time. Yeah. Read that out every time. Um, actually, uh, it's pretty much gone sp- uh exclusively to my wife she's the one that's been using it all the time she's been playing a lot of yeah. fall guys and uh and overcooked and uh some other stuff i guess on there uh, she loves it so yeah. it's getting some use there you go nintendo <laughs> um but yeah all right cool well if that's gonna be it we're gonna see you uh next week look forward to it goodbye see ya hey, damn bye Cheers.